Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. I hope you all are enjoying your summer. And if you're listening in Antarctica or something where there is no summer, I am very sorry for you because I love it. It's warm out. It's beautiful. We have beautiful weather here in upstate New York, and uh, it can't get much better than this. Today on the podcast, um, I actually had a couple of listeners reach out and say, Hey, what do you think about doing, uh, you know, an episode about social media and how you can use it and incorporate it in your business? And to be completely honest, I am not good at social media. Um, It is not my strong suit. And the goal of this podcast, obviously, is to bring you guys good content. So today I have Amy Brennan on the podcast. She's a, a good friend that I met at a networking event down the road in Corning, New York called BNI. And I'm a member of a chapter of BNI, and I actually, on a side note, it's a great thing to be a part of. So I would highly recommend being a part of BNI if you um, are a small business owner. Anyway, off that rabbit trail, Amy Brennan is a social media guru, basically. And when someone had told me that they wanted to hear a podcast about social media, she was the first person to come to mind because she's really good at what she does. So today on the podcast, everybody, um, Amy Brennan from Custom Geekery out of just outside of Tawanda, Pennsylvania, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. It's one of the favorite ones that I've done so far. Hey, Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. Hey, Sam. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So can you go ahead and tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure thing. So my name is Amy Brennan. I'm the owner of Custom Geekery. I build websites and help people with social media. Very cool. And you're from uh, Tawanda, PA, correct? Yep. I live in Standing Stone, which is just a little bit outside of Tawanda and a little tiny place. (laughs) (laughs) And you have a couple kids as well, right? I do. My son, Jaden, is 16 and my daughter, Marissa, is 12. And actually, my son, Jaden, is interning with me this summer. So I have some help on board. That is awesome. As you mentioned before, Amy, you said that you do uh, social media coaching and um, lessons and things like that for small businesses. So can you tell us why it's important for a small business to be on social media if they aren't already? Okay. Well, basically social media provides so much exposure. Mm-hmm. I imagine any, you know, any type of business needs to be doing some type of marketing. And if you look at the marketing options out there, such as paid advertising in something that's print based, it's mm-hmm. super expensive. And of course, there's a cost to doing social media because your time is important, right? The time you invest into it. But the reach that comes with being on a platform like Facebook or Instagram or any of the other social platforms is just so profound that it's it's almost free. Right, right. Now, if a business owner is brand new to social media, what would you say the first step is that they should take to get started? Is there a certain platform that you would recommend for them? 
there is a certain platform, but (laughs) (laughs) let me say this. This is the first step, and this is the step most people miss, Mm -hmm. which is why people struggle with social media. You need to have a strategy. You need to figure out who you want to reach. That's amazing. Even before we can say, you know, which platform you should be on, Mm -hmm. you really need to know what you want to accomplish with your social media. Okay. Beyond that, I would say the number one platform, of course, is Facebook. Facebook now has over 2 billion, 2 billion users. So everyone is on Facebook. That may not be obviously the best platform depending upon whether you're selling to consumers or whether you're selling to other businesses. How would you narrow down, you know, if you think that Facebook is for you, but what about if they think, you know, I don't know if Facebook is, is there a way that they can kind of narrow that down to see which is the best fit for them? Absolutely. That goes back to the strategy. So who are we trying to reach? What does our ideal customer look like? Are we trying to reach men, women? What age group are we looking at? And then that will really help the person, the company decide what platform they want to use. So for example, if we're trying to reach women in the age group of, let's say, 35 to 45, Mm -hmm. that's most likely Facebook. But if we have a younger audience, say under 30, we may want to look at Instagram or Snapchat Snapchat or Pinterest as our primary platform. So why are we trying to narrow that down? What is the benefit behind, you know, trying to go after these people as opposed to these people? Because obviously um, we want to be where our audience is, right? So if we know for, for sure our target target audience is um, let's say men over 50, Mm -hmm. um, trying to target them on Snapchat would be absolutely (laughs) pointless. (laughs) They'll be like, well, wait, what's Snapchat? Snap what? (laughs) Exactly. Men are not hanging out there. right? Right. So, and the same is true, you know, in the reverse, if we know we're trying to target a teen audience, Mm-hmm. Um, starting on LinkedIn, it's probably not the thing to do. Right, right. What happens if, let's say I have a demographic on Facebook and I'm just like, wow, I need to go after this with everything. But then again, I have another product that really should be targeted on Instagram, Twitter, you know, one of those. Should I focus on one or can I go after multiple um, platforms? Absolutely. You can go after multiple platforms. There's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. And you can create multiple, you know, ideal customer avatars and sort of target based on where your avatar is hanging out. Mm -hmm. The thing I would say to people um, when you're first starting with social media is just bite off what you can chew, what you can do consistently. That is the key. So it may be that you look at the next quarter or the next six months and go, I'm going to start here. I'm going to start with this one platform, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter, whatever it is, I'm going to start here and I'm going to rock that. And then I'm going to work out and add in additional platforms that really meet the needs of my avatar. That's so good. I think one of the things that I want to add to our listeners is if you try to do way too many platforms, you're going to get overwhelmed. And I'm speaking from experience of myself. (laughs) If you try to take on way too many platforms, then you're not going to do any of them. If you try to chase two rabbits, then you're not going to catch any. So like Amy said, that is incredible advice. Just really stick to what you can. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And you're going to be really killing it with social media. Now, I do have a question, Amy, about um, Facebook and claiming pages, because I've noticed a lot of restaurant owners, if they don't have Facebook, it seems like someone has already kind of put up a Facebook page for them or Facebook did it. Can you explain what goes on there? 
Yeah. So what happens is sometimes if you don't already have a page, particularly if you're a restaurant or a popular location, people mm-hmm. um, who've had a particularly good experience with you, they still want to give you a review. So yeah. they go out and try to find you and, and there ends up being this page out there that um, is not official. It's mm-hmm. like the unofficial page. Um, and in some cases, depending on how that has happened, you usually can claim that page. Sometimes you can't and you just need to go ahead and or it's easier to go ahead and make your own page and mark really? it as the official page. Yes. Oh, I see. See, I always thought you had to claim it. So that's definitely helping me learn as well. So that's really cool. You can. Um, most times people can. I worked with somebody recently, though, that they were not able to claim their page for some weird verification reason and so in their case we just went i the thing is i think the best thing yes if you can claim it claim it but don't let it keep you from doing social media (laughs) right right now after they get their social media page they're all ready to go whether they're on facebook instagram twitter pinterest linkedin whatever it is that you've narrowed down that you want to do what comes next what should they be posting um on their social media Right. That's an excellent question. Okay. So here's, here are the rules. Let's think about a conversation. Even the example of our conversation this morning, mm-hmm. it has not been one-sided. Right. We're both talking, right? And that's the thing about good conversation. We want to listen as well as we want a chance to talk. So um, I think that's sometimes where people get overwhelmed with the social media equation mm-hmm. is that they obviously know they want to post about their product or service. But it's like, what do you say in between? <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So we want to keep that conversation flowing. Um, right. And it's really great to get people to engage with your content. So don't okay. be afraid to put a little bit of your personal information out there. Share as much as you possibly um, can about um, yourself, but also in a way that highlights you as an expert. So that when people need the product or service that you're offering, you're the first person that comes to mind because Mm -hmm. they know you're great at what you do. And they also feel like they know you a little bit. Right. Is there a certain amount that you should be posting or does that kind of differ between businesses and platforms? Is there something you can share on that? Sure. There's a couple things I will say about that. So let me go back um, and say that 20% of the time you want to be posting about your product or service. The other 80% of the time you want to be facilitating just a dialogue with your customers. Um, In terms of how much you post, I would say just do something that's consistent. So even if that's only three times a week, but you are consistently posting three times a week, you're going to do better than um, trying to you know, maybe throw out 10 posts on one day and then not posting again for several months. Yeah. Um, I've, I've noticed that so many people, they come out of the gates, like really rearing and ready to go with, you know, they have all their content mapped out for a month and they're just like every single day they're posting something and then it drops and it's just gone. And honestly, an inactive social media account, can't it hurt your business more than not having an account at all? Would you say that's accurate? I think that's very true. I think especially in different places in the country, if people search for you on social media and they don't find you, they go, oh, okay, well, they're just not tech savvy versus right. if they find your account and it hasn't been updated in six months and they go, oh, must be they're no longer in business. Wow. That's huge. I never looked at it that way. That's really a good way to think about it. Mm-hmm. So when you're posting, can we go back to the dialogue? Can you give a little bit of an example of 
what that 80% should look like. I mean, we kind of have an idea of, you know, post about your products, post about your business 20% of the time. Can you kind of expound on that 80% of what they should be doing? Sure. So the other 80% of the time, you could be sharing someone else's content that's um, mm-hmm. relevant to your industry. You could be asking, um, you know, just sharing even fun stuff. Hey, here's a picture of my most recent vacation. Can't yeah. wait to go back. What do you have planned this summer for vacation? Mm-hmm. Just things that get engagement. Because the other part of this we have to remember, particularly if we're talking about Facebook, is that Facebook has an algorithm so that even though sometimes we think everyone who has liked our page is then shown all of our posts, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily true. So we want to make sure that everyone who's liked our page continues to engage with our posts. So right. we want to be posting things that sort of look for that engagement. And typically, if you share something about yourself or what you have going on in that sort of way, like here's, you know, this is where I went on vacation. This is a picture of my favorite place. Um, that kind of thing. What's your favorite quote? Just right. anything you can do to get uh, your audience to engage with you, that will make it so that people continue to see your posts. So that when you do make that those posts that fall in that 20% that are really about you, where you're trying to make that sale, um, hopefully everyone who's following your page does see that post. Now, you mentioned following and liking a page. Is that important, trying to get as many as we can? Is there a certain um, strategy that we should follow to get more people to like? Or is that going to be something that just kind of comes organically? We do want to try to get people to follow us. Uh-huh. Um, and like when we do um, like and share campaigns, which sort of have had an interesting history on Facebook, if we're talking about Facebook, um, it's important for us to get likes, but at the same time, we have to remember, we really want people to like and follow us who fall within our avatar, our uh-huh. ideal customer you know, right. avatar, because otherwise we just have a whole pe- bunch of people following us who probably don't have a need or use for our service. I'll be right back with the rest of my interview with Amy Brennan in just a minute. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about a free resource that we are offering here at One Click Agency. If you are spending time and money sending people to your website every day, whether you're paying for SEO, maybe you're paying for social media, Google ads, or if you're just using word of mouth, but your website never gets you a sale or or foot traffic or even a phone call to your business, then you need to download our free PDF called Five Mistakes You Could Be Making on Your Website. It's packed with great tips that you will have no problem implementing implementing on your website today. And you don't need a developer to do it. These are changes that you can make all on your own. These changes are extremely cheap and that most of them are basically free. So there's no reason for you not to make these changes. It takes about 10 minutes to read and it has five really valuable ideas that you can implement on your website in no time at all. You can download and access this free PDF at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. That's all spelled out, no numbers. And we'll put the uh, link of that in the description of this podcast. So make sure you check it out. All right, let's get back to my podcast with Amy Brennan.
Okay, so Amy has gone over what we need and where we need to be on social media. She's also covered um, what we need to do after our business page is launched, whether we're on Instagram or Facebook. Now, Amy, can you kind of give us an idea of what we can do to promote our page? So can you start with shares? Sure. So um, in terms of promoting our page, Mm -hmm. we do want people to, you mean like people sharing our content? Yeah. Is that a great way to get, um, you know, our content out there or is that, is there another way that you're just like, you know, shares you shouldn't really focus on. Would you expand on that a little bit? I think that, um, shares are a great way to attract a new audience. I think that one of the best ways to get shares is when you're producing content that people Mm -hmm. find valuable, then they're most likely to share particular, particularly your ideal client avatar. If you write a blog post or even post a little short, um, piece of information that okay. really helps them, they're likely to share that with other people because they're thinking, oh gosh, this was really great for me. I'm going to go ahead and share this. And when someone shares your content, that opens your content up to a brand new audience. Right. So for right. example, if you have um, someone following your page who maybe mm-hmm. they have a thousand people who are their friends and they share that content on their page, you now have basically been introduced to potentially a thousand new people. Wow. A thousand new people. That's crazy. So yeah, I can see that the shares can be a really good way to get that content out there. And it's free if you're listening and you're not really familiar with social media. I know it's going back to the basics here, but shares, they're free. So if you can be creative and come up with that content, that people want to share and it's important and valuable to them, then shares are a great way. Can you explain, Amy, um, what a mention is or a check-in? So we're kind of focusing on Facebook here today. So this is a couple of questions pertaining to Facebook. So can you start with what a mention is? Sure. So a mention is when, and it can be an individual or it can be another business, they mention Mm -hmm. your business in their posts. And I'm glad that you brought that up because that is a great way, again, to increase your exposure. But I will say this, when you're setting up your Facebook page, make sure you set up your username for your Facebook page, because it makes it so much easier for other businesses and other people to include you in mentions. Then they can just just type the at sign and then your Facebook business page username, and it will tag you right into the post. Instead of having to type in the whole handle of whatever you have as your um, title of your page, instead, it can be a short little handle that they can just type in, put the at sign, and then you pop right up, right? Exactly. Yep. That is so cool. Yeah. So I didn't really realize that uh, feature on Facebook until recently myself. And I'm like, oh, wow, you can actually put a little handle. So that's super new to me as well. Now, going on to check-ins, that's kind of similar, right? Check-ins are cool, too, because um, Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of social proof, right, that you exist. Check-in means that someone has gone to your establishment, and while they were there, they went on Facebook and checked in. They said that they were there. And so that's great because that populates on the person who checked in. It populates on their timeline so other people can see that they've checked in. And when people come and look at your Facebook page, they can see how many check-ins you've had. And again, it goes back to that social proof. People love to know that you really exist, that you are accessible, that other people have been there, the whole thing. Right. Now, the last thing I want to bring up are paid ads. And I know that we could be here a long time (laughs) covering paid ads. So can you just give us a really brief um, couple of tips? Is this something that they should kind of go for? Is this something they should steer away from in the beginning? 
Yeah. Well, there's sort of two trains of thought there. Um, Paid mm-hmm. ads definitely serve a place, can be great in helping you find your target mo- audience. If you're not quite sure how to get started and you're having trouble getting people to like your page, and in the beginning, you know, you just want to invite some people to get started right. to like your page. But if you're having trouble um, sort of figuring out how to draw in your target audience in the beginning, you may want to run some paid ads. And you can run um, basically a like ad where you're, you're trying to get people to like your page, or if you're creating your own content, such as like a blog Mm -hmm. post, that would be a great, um, post to boost because then you really can attract people who are attracted to that particular content that you posted about. And the great thing about Facebook ads, and you're right, we could talk about them forever, is the, <laughs> is the amount of targeting that's included, right? Okay. So not only can you target, obviously, men, women, location, but you can even target other people's audiences. So no way. Yeah. So if you know for, um, let me think of, of a, a I'm trying to think off the top of my head and I can't of like a big name, but if you know somebody, uh, your audience reads a particular magazine or follows another influencer online or likes a particular, they're part of a particular um, club outside of, you know, work or social group, um, you can target people who are already following those people or who are members of those organizations right through Facebook advertising. No way. Wow. And this goes right back to what you were saying in the beginning where you before anything, you need to know who you're trying to sell to, who should be liking your page and where to find them. Because if you don't know those things, then you should you have really no business paying for ads because it's going to be a huge waste of money and it's too big of a resource to just kind of wing it and kind of hope that it happens, right? Exactly. It is. Um, it, it really is the number one thing. It's the thing most people don't think about before yeah. they start uh, any of their pages is like who they're really mm-hmm. trying to get. But I'm telling you, if you take a few minutes and sort of figure that out and work through that process, everything else is simpler and less expensive. <laughs> right, right. If you had one piece of advice that you could give a small business owner that is either on social media already or just getting started what would you say that piece of advice would be? Um, one piece of advice. Well, I think the one piece of advice. Or you could branch it to two if you need yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll do two because my, my, definitely my okay. first one is know what you're looking, know the people that you're looking for, know your audience okay. before. And then I would say don't get overwhelmed. Just be consistent. Set your goal, you know, what it is, how many times you're going to post um, a week or a month and just stick with that. And then, okay, I got to branch it to three. (laughs) And then just make sure (laughs) you check your insights because most platforms provide some type of insights about when your audience is online, who's clicking through to look at your content. um, And that will help you know how to move forward. That is so true. Amy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Can you kind of tell our visitors where they can find you? Sure thing. So you can find me at customgeekery.com. And actually in May, we opened uh, socialmediahelpdesk.co. So that, that is perfect. Yeah, that's uh, uh, basically a membership site that provides monthly content and training and support to help people on their social media journey. That is so cool. Everybody, Amy is a good friend and I highly encourage, make sure you check her uh, website out and her new offering when it comes to helping people with social media. She 
kills it. And as you can tell, she knows what she's doing. So make sure you go over and check it out. Amy, thanks so much for being here. Today. Thanks so much for having me, Sam. I really enjoyed it. After Amy and I got off the podcast, we decided to hang out on the phone and we were just talking for a little while. Um, and about five to 10 minutes into the conversation, we were like, oh my gosh, we totally forgot to talk about live video. And as you may already know, live video is a really big part of social media right now. And it's huge for helping business owners get out there and get more exposure on social media. So I said, Amy, let's hop back on the podcast and just record a short little segment about live video. And you guys can just consider this some bonus content because you already heard the main part of the interview, but here is some bonus uh, footage for you. So I am offering a go live challenge at the end of the month because I think it's June 30th. That's like national social media day. Oh, no way. Yeah. So in honor of that, I'm offering a go live challenge because here's the thing of all content, even of all video, Mm -hmm. live video receives the most views, like 54% more than any other video and video receives the most views to begin with. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's another thing I always recommend to people is going live, but people are very hesitant to go live and it can be challenging the first time. So we will be through social media helpdesk.co offering a go live challenge at the end of the month. So if people cool. need a little help, yeah, a little help, have questions, need some handholding, need a group to retreat to after they've gone live to sort of decompress, we're right. going to be there to help people through that. I did not plan on the timing of this podcast at all. So that's just in a few days that that will be happening. Um, so make sure you check out Amy for that go live challenge. Is there anything you want to add to that, Amy? Nope. That's it. Come and see us at <laughs> socialmediahelpdesk.co. Man, I hope you all found that interview with Amy Brennan as valuable as I did. If you aren't on social media yet, man... There is no reason why you can't be after listening to that. She has so much wisdom and experience, you know, in the field of social media. Um, There's (laughs) everything she said in that interview is just a huge help to me personally. And I can only imagine it is a great help and value to you as well. Remember, you can find her at customgeekery.com. And hey, go ahead and jump on that go live challenge. Check out her website and uh, see when that's going on and be a part of that. I would love to show her some love from all of you, my listeners. So be sure to check out her website, customgeekery.com. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. It's always an honor to have an opportunity to record these podcasts and interviews for you guys. And if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, remember this idea sparked from someone coming to me and saying, hey, I would love to hear about social media. So obviously this shows that, hey, if you come to me with an idea, well, we're probably going to listen and do a podcast about it. So I'd love to hear your feedback. You can find me on Instagram at sammoss5, or you can search me, search for me on LinkedIn, uh, just Sam Moss Elmira, New York. You can find me in either one of those places. You can DM me, message me, whichever is easiest for you. Again, I would love it if you subscribed and reviewed the podcast. It helps get the word out and, uh, We're growing, but I would love to see more listeners um, get to hear about Amy Brennan and even in the future interviews that we have coming up. Thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And remember, we want your competitors to see your social media and say, wow, why didn't we think of that?